Hello, Screamer, and welcome back to another edition of Scream Stream, where every week I bring you the best and the worst of streaming horror in 20 minutes or less. My name is James Gass, and as always on this show, I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to talk about the film scene by scene. Instead, I want to talk about what makes the film good or uh, or bad, rather than going through the whole thing. Now, there are great podcasts out there that discuss a horror film scene by scene, uh, and I am not dissing on those at all, but sometimes you just want to know if the movie's worth watching, so that's what I do. And I, have, I am a fan of some of those shows uh, that get really deep into it. Uh, for example, Dark Discussions is one of my favorite horror film podcasts where it's a roundtable discussion of a particular film. They go scene by scene. And uh, this is not one of those shows. Instead, we're going to get you through it so you can decide whether you want to watch it on Netflix or not. And on this week, I'm going to finally get around to An American Ghost Story. And this is a 2012 haunted house film for a brief plot synopsis. When Paul, an unemployed writer, decides to rent and live in a house that's rumored to be haunted, he puts his life and his relationships in grave danger as he obviously attempts to get the story that would finally make his career. So that's the film we're going to be reviewing tonight. It's a, uh, a, a very low-budget film. But that does not affect the film's quality, in my opinion. Now, on IMDb, it does have a 4.3, and I think that is a little low. I would, well, I'm not going to tell you. First, I'm going to do my little review here. This film was written by Stephen Twardokis and directed by Derek Cole. Stars Stephen Twardokis, uh, Liesl Kopp, and John, John Gale. Well, I sure do butcher these names, don't I, sometimes? So this is a very small crew here. I mean, even with the actors and the production crew, it's like maybe six or seven people in total. And I'm sort of used to working on films like that because I am a... <laughs> I'm an independent filmmaker. Not a very good one, but I'm one. <laughs> so I'm I'm used to doing you know, writing and directing and then sometimes acting in my own films and then having a very small crew. It's normally myself and a boom operator. So I know how this whole process goes. I know it can be hard. Now, none of my films have gotten on Netflix, so I do have to applaud these folks for getting their film on Netflix. What a, a great accomplishment to actually have your film released. I mean, as, as a, I should say, a zero-budget Filmmaker, I mean, that would be awesome for me. I don't really care what kind of reviews I got, <laughs> if people liked it or not. I mean, hey, I did a movie. So I do applaud them on that. So let's talk about the film itself. The tone of the film is mostly a, a good, serious tone. And I like that. I like when horror films take themselves seriously, but not too seriously. But there's not like a whole lot of comedy, goofy comedy. I like a horror film that is serious. That gets to the point, usually. Sometimes I, like, I, I do like a slow burn. But, you know, a film that really takes a subject matter and tries to pull you in and not take you out by adding some awkward 
awkward comedic uh, dialogue or something like that. This is just a very uh, serious film, and I appreciated that. I liked the tone. Great tone. Here's a couple of problems I have with the film. Some of the dialogue was a little goofy and a little cheesy. And in the first act, when the, ma- the two main characters, Paul and Stella, move into this house, that kind of dragged on a little bit. And there were some awkward, just like some awkward silences, some awkward shots that just, I, I think, went on a little too long where uh, the girl, Stella, was sitting on the couch while Paul went to go get something from the kitchen or something. And it just held on her for a little too long, I think. It just made the it made that moment feel a little awkward for me. She was looking around, but you don't know what she's looking at. There should have been at least a cutaway or something. So that, that was a small problem I had with it. Uh, the other problem I had was uh, the character of Sam, I believe... Is was supposed to be Paul's brother, and he was in there for like a minute. He kind of came in, did a little talking, and then we never saw him again for a while. And then uh, we saw him again for a little bit, and then he went away. So I, I think he his entire role could have been wiped out because <laughs> it just didn't really serve much of a purpose as to other than getting a little backstory. But that could have been done in uh, I think more a, a more clever way. So that was the other issue I had with it. Now, here's what I did like. I love the fact that they used a sheet to represent this ghost. Now, that's the only little bit of spoiler that I'm going to give. But what he does with the sheet uh, close to the end of the second act, like right before we move into the third, is, to me, was brilliant. You... you, Man, I wish I could talk about it, but I really don't want to spoil it for you. What he does with the sheet is just absolutely brilliant. And I don't think anybody else has ever really thought about this. So the story itself, uh, nifty nifty uh, tricks excluded here, was a decent story. I mean, no, normally when... People move into haunted houses, they don't really know they're haunted, but this guy specifically moved into a haunted house to write a story about that. And that's not something I've seen a lot in horror films. Maybe you've seen that. And if you have, please let me know what the film was. I would like to, to see it. But norm, normally they, they don't know they're moving in, but he did. And of course, his girlfriend was going to object. I mean, we kind of saw that coming. And she just quickly moves out after some pretty odd stuff happens, which I thought was a little ripped off from Poltergeist. That something else, something differently could have been done there as well. Uh, but the story of the guy trying to figure out the history was kind of cool. It was a nice little story, sort of a, a typical story, but it was it was written in a in a in a fairly well well way, other than those. Tiny little problems that I mentioned previously. Now, the guy who wrote the film, uh, uh, Stephen Twardokis, Twardokis, however you say your name, sir, uh, did a pretty good job at acting. He was a, he was a decent actor, uh, especially for. I don't like using the word the term no name because that that's just to me that sounds degrading. For a for an actor that isn't well known, how about that? 
Okay, for an actor that isn't well known, even uh, Liesl Cop and John Gale, uh, they they did really good jobs. Wendy Wendy Haynes uh, did a great job. So the acting was was pretty good. And a lot of times in these low budget films, you just see terrible acting. I mean, just bad, just piss poor acting. But all these folks did a pretty good job, and and I do have to applaud them for that. They they did well. They did well. So the acting was was decent. Uh, cinematography was pretty good. You could tell it was shot on digital. I would have liked to seen a little more depth, a little more depth of field, uh, maybe a little more grittiness to it, maybe a little more grain. There are ways you can do that with digital now. And I probably would have liked to have seen that. But the lighting and everything like that was, was well done. I thought it was shot fairly well. Again, to be a low-budget, almost zero-budget film, I thought they shot it well. The wrap-up, the end of the film, I thought was pretty good. I liked it. And for jump scares, what you know, was it a scary movie? It was spooky at times. It was pretty spooky. And there were a few moments when it was really tense. And I thought they did a, a good job at, at keeping that tension going. I thought the jump scares were, were good and well-timed. And even like the non-jump scares, just the spooky stuff that happened, I thought was, was pretty good. Even though I do think they ripped a little bit off of Poltergeist. That's Okay. Not going to hold it against them, uh, but overall, it w- it was a decent movie. And if you don't have anything else to do on a Friday or Saturday night, or even like a weeknight, I'd at least recommend it, watching it. Uh, I I liked it. Now I did get into a debate with uh, one of my ex film class uh, uh, ex film classmates and my uh, former film professor, they hated it. They, I mean, they just thought it was a piece of garbage. I look at it like this. Look, these guys made a feature-length film and have it on Netflix. What do we have? Nothing. Not a damn thing. So I have to at least give them credit for that. Could the film have been better? Sure, of course. I mean, every film could be better. Uh, was it good for for what they could do? Yes, it was. I thought it was it was. Uh, I thought they did a great job for the lack of budget and cast and crew. I thought they told a good story and I thought they did it fairly well. So taking all that into consideration, I mean, I'm going to have to give these guys at least a at least a B minus because that first act there were just some really awkward long shots in that first act. Uh, so I do have to, to knock it down a little bit for that, but you know what? Overall, it was, it was a decent film. Um, and, and again, I would, I would recommend that you go and uh, check it out. At least watch it on Netflix. I mean, shit, you know, if, if you subscribe to Netflix, it's not going to cost you anything extra. So there you go. Uh, just, uh, you know, a couple of these uh, other things that uh, some of these actors have been in. Liesl Coop, cop, 
I hope I'm not butchering her, uh, her name uh, too severely. She was in The Traveling Traveler, which is a TV series. She was in the series Parenthood. Um, she made had like a cameo, or not a cameo, but did, did like one episode, a small role in that. Uh, the Adventures of Mr. Clown. She was in that. Detective Professor Chickless, M.D. <laughs> Sounds like an adult swim show. Uh, Nightcomer, People Glue, An American Ghost Story, Entrance. Uh, the Scream of the Screaming Screamer was a short that she did. So she has uh, quite a few credits behind her, and I thought she's a pretty good actor. Uh, and, of course, you know, your acting is only as good as your direction. And, again, I think her role in that first act, especially when they were moved in and it was night and she was sitting there on the couch, that was just a terror. That could have been edited down. You could have fixed that in editing. Something could have been done uh, just to shorten those awkward shots. Um, and the writer, director, or the writer, uh, Stephen Twardokis, uh, Old Dogs, Old Dogs and New Tricks was a TV series. I guess he was in that. Uh, the Ballad of Josepha X. A lot of shorts. Uh, nothing I recognize. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully his career will grow and, uh, he'll get better. Let's, let's, uh, hope so. All right. So that's it for this episode of scream stream. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you enjoy all the episodes. And if you were just listening to the show or just finding the show, please go back and listen to the rest. We have broken 11 episodes now. This is uh, number 12. So, uh, please go back and, and check out the, the rest of the raced, the raced of my episodes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so go check those out. Uh, and always you can find our website, screamstreamcast.blogspot.com. If you want to email me, uh, that's James gas at, at me.com. And that's uh, gas with two S's G A S S. And you can also follow me on Twitter scream underscore stream. And if you like the show and want to support the show and help it grow and get better, Check out our Patreon page, and it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash scream stream. And there you can sign up for like a monthly donation of two bucks, and you'll get some extra content. And everybody gets a win-win situation from that. I would appreciate it greatly. And also, subscribe to the show in iTunes and Stitcher. It is free to do that. And uh, if you feel inclined to do so, leave a review. It doesn't have to be a great review. You don't even have to write a review. You can just click the little stars. And I would greatly appreciate it. And uh, so there you go. That's it. Uh, until next time, remember, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too.